I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Others lock up your sons. The fangirls are busting out all over. It's Fangirl Radio. Fangirl Radio. the fangirls on jackalope radio hey everybody and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the fangirl radio show i'm your host jessica dwyer and tonight's show i'm flying solo but that's okay because we have a great show for you and i am going to go through the weekend geek and then later on we will have mr mark miller with us who is the right hand of mr clive barker and we will be talking about the great news of um that came out of comic-con actually uh about nightbreed coming to blu-ray and that's something I never thought I'd hear myself say, but I am very happy to hear that that is happening. And we'll talk about um, also the amazing comic book that Mark is writing alongside Clive, Next Testament, which is a third issue hit um, last month, actually. And it is some of the bloodiest, most pretty gore you've ever seen. So I can't wait to talk to Mark about uh, the great news in the world of Clive Barker. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, but before we get to that, let's do some Week in Geek, because there was quite a few things that happened um, this week and have been announced just recently. And uh, the first one I wanted to talk about for sure was uh, the news that uh, Bad Robot, um, which you may know as the the J.J. Um, Abrams production company, is actually in talks to do a uh, the last um, work that Rod Serling penned. Uh, which I believe the uh, it was actually called uh, The Stops Along the Way, and it was a screenplay that Rod Serling wrote um, previously, and uh, I believe it was like 1974, 1973 in there, uh, before he died in 1975, and it has never been filmed. And uh, we would love to see that happen. I think if anybody can write something about a surrealistic uh, sort of Serling-esque uh, story, it would definitely be someone like J.J. Abrams, and uh, it sounds like this is something that's probably going to happen, and if it does happen, it will be uh, a mini-series that would air in the next year, so, and that would be awesome. I can't wait to see that, and I love Abrams. Um, he, even with how disappointing the ending of Lost was, uh, I think he would do uh, a definite service for Rod Serling's work, and I think that would be the best person to have do it. Um, And that being said, this week we saw released, I don't know what he's up to with this one, Um, Bad Robot, once again, uh, J.J. Abrams released a weird little teaser called Stranger that we have no idea what the hell it's, it's about. Uh, it basically is like a minute, uh, a minute and seven seconds long, 
and it shows a, a man washing up on a beach and you see him stand up and walk away and there is a voiceover <clears throat> that's talking about uh, men become lost, men vanish, men are erased and reborn and you see um, I guess it's the same gentleman that's come out of the water turn to the camera and when you see him he's got his lips stitched together which is very strange um, and you're not quite sure what was going, what's going on doesn't really tell you anything else either doesn't even tell you what this is it could be for a TV series it could be for a movie it could be for a video game uh, I'm not sure it doesn't really tell you it's a stranger um, so it looks really really pretty and it's a very interesting teaser but it kind of be nice to know what it's for uh, it could actually be for a web series too there's no telling with J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot they keep everyone guessing I thought at first it might be Man from Atlantis just because of the weird men become lost and wash up on the water and but we'd have to have Patrick Duffy in yellow swim trunks running around and that probably won't be happening anytime soon considering yeah I'm the only person that remembers man from Atlantis <laughs> uh, but anyway that is uh, that's what J.J. Abrams has going on other than the fact that I don't know Star Trek and Star Wars both he's basically taken over if it's not Abrams it's it's Whedon doing these things so uh, that's what we have right now with him uh, I, your guess is as good as mine on that one uh, one thing though let's 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 go to this new segment though that I have to bring this up um, in we call this segment news from hell. yes news from hell that is that is what this is and once you hear what I'm going to be talking about you will definitely agree it's hellish um, so you may have heard of this little thing called Sharknado and uh, you know we have Shark Week uh, going on on, on uh, Discovery well guess what else is shark related that, that's now being stirred and God help us all if this happens because truly I know people that will probably kill themselves over this this news from hell is the fact that there is a definite possibility we may have a Jaws reboot now you're asking yourself probably the same question that I did why the hell would we want to reboot or redo Jaws it's a perfect film there's absolutely no reason for it well you can think Sharknado and you can think well or seeing Kurtzman, um, the guys that were partly behind Cowboys and Aliens, or seeing Kurtzman, they uh, there's a rumors that go are going on that they may want to do this, and I I really truly truly hope this is all BS. I I hope this is complete and utter bullshit. Jaws is one of those movies that is untainable. Untaintable. You can't. There's no reason to touch it. The 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 sequels they're their own pieces of crap and I, I have you know whatever um, but the first film that is a perfect movie and you do not need to change it you don't need to reboot it there is absolutely no need the appeal of that film is that despite the odds it, it, it 
was perfect. There was no reason for it to be perfect. It is just perfect and has endured throughout these years. You don't need to touch Jaws. Now, the one thing that the other part of this, like kind of twisting the knife, is the rumor that this reboot may actually be in 3D because we know how awesome Jaws 3D was. <laughs> Granted, I, it, as as its own little just horrible piece of 80s-ness, uh, it's fun, but we do not need the original story and the original film touched at all, redone, leave it alone. The one thing that might happen, because I guess Universal is hurting for cash and and this is one of those franchises that they haven't touched in 100 years. They even got rid of the ride, much to the charge of a lot of people that I know, one of which um, I think they were going to try and get and propose on the ride, uh, is they that they might try just retrofitting set, like um, they that's going on with Predator and turn and 3D re-release the original Jaws. Personally, I don't know how that would really work either because um, the point of view, yeah, you get some cool like underwater stuff going on. There's really no need for it at all. You don't need to do this. Just leave it alone. Jaws is a perfect film. It's one of those rare, perfect movies, and there's no need to touch it. And God knows Steven Spielberg has enough money. He doesn't need that done. So, yes, news from hell. There might be a Jaws reboot. Please, God, no. Please. Um, So, moving on to the segment that I warned you all about that will probably be a weekly deal uh, as our Doctor Who... Uh, Doctor Who Watch, as this is the 50th anniversary, and the big news is the new Doctor has been released and everything. And, and I feel it's almost my duty as a Whovian to pimp this guy uh, because I love him. I think he's great. And if you follow me on Facebook, you probably are sick of hearing about him, but I don't care. Uh, Peter Capaldi is awesome. He's a return to the the classic kind of visage of Doctor Who. And I keep thinking I need to sell people on this guy because not a lot of people know who he is. Uh, and also, I just feel like I need to defend him because there's a lot of detractors out there who are still pissed about him being 55 years old. You poor, poor souls. Uh, but one news that um, is good to hear and is great is the fact that Neil Cross, who um, is the man who behind Luther? He created Luther, which is one of those, uh, one of the best British cop series uh, going on right now, actually, with Idris Elba, who I found out was actually offered the role of Doctor Who recently. Um, I don't know when that happened. That's one of those little things that, that the actors will not comment on because they it feel it's a uh, it's a courtesy to the gentleman who took the role instead of them. So it doesn't make them sound like they took something that wasn't worthy. Uh, but apparently Idris Elba was in fact offered the role. That's something that I've heard. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, Neil Cross is back for the new season and will be writing for Dr. 12. And he's very excited about that. He's very, very uh, happy with Peter Capaldi being chosen and I can't wait to see what they do with him um, but next on the list that I have to talk about in regards to Peter Capaldi and Doctor Who oh my god I got to see In the Mind of Leonardo which is uh, something that Capaldi 
filmed this year. I believe it was early, early this year, and it was uh, aired in March and uh, over on Sky, um, the British network. And it is a uh, one of these, it's a very, very beautifully done. Um, it actually aired in, in 3D. I believe the Sky has a 3D uh, network channel over there that this was aired on in 3D. And it is a, uh, they took the, the diaries and papers of Leonardo da Vinci that was discovered. Um, apparently he left behind like some crazy number, 30,000 pages of diaries and um, the like journals that, that were discovered with his ideas, his thoughts, his inventions, things that um, went on in his life. Um, and so what this program did was they took these journals and um, Capaldi was basically Leonardo da Vinci in this and speaks to the camera, reads these lines and, and acts out um, da Vinci on screen. And, and in, interspersed between these are some beautiful images and they've, they, they take some of his most classic sketches and uh, kind of animate them. And I can only imagine seeing this in 3D. It would be absolutely beautiful. Um, but Capaldi just nails this. And for something that a lot of people would probably think, oh, this is one of those history drama um, recreation things. You know, I don't have to bring my A game. I don't have to really try. He just becomes this character. There's no sign of Malcolm Tucker in here or anything like that. He is Leonardo da Vinci, and he sells you on this. And it's it's interesting because he's not dressed like da Vinci would be, you know, with the frills and all of that, like the, that period costume. What he's wearing, it, it just suits it, um, which is like suspenders and and just sla and boots and uh, pants and and uh, he he just he looks great. He looks like a sort of a, a genius artist, and he is just brilliant at this and I think I really really think this sort of if it didn't sell the the casting people on him as as the doctor I, I would almost want to say this was him getting in character for the doctor because I could totally buy this as how he plays the role because his da Vinci is a is sort of the the a, he's a genius he's an artistic genius he's a definite scientific genius and how he plays him, he's not spastic. He's he seems almost his brain, his his lips, his mouth can't catch up to the, his brain. How fast his brain is going? He's trying to catch up to himself. And you'll see these scenes in there where that's happening, where he's trying to figure uh, the 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 differences in size and length and and all of this. And then he talks about um, just the the world around himself and there's also this um segment where he's talking about war and how horrible it is and how he will not share the ideas that he has now because he knows that like for he has this he had the idea for uh the breathing suit uh diving suit way before it became a reality and he said, I'm not going to give this away because I know someone will just use this to kill somebody and they will use this to kill men in battle. So it's very tragic as well. Uh, just a beautiful film and I, stuff I had no idea about. Um, 
about Da Vinci. Now I want to read about it. That's you know it did its job. It makes it makes me want to know more now after seeing this, and it's just beautifully done. And I loved how they filmed it. I loved his portrayal because he did not just half-ass this like you would think some people might in a recreation or or whatever. No, he brought it, and it's so well done. So if you have a chance, and I think, I don't know if there's anybody out there um, that's listening in Britain right now, but they will be re-showing this, I believe, on Friday of this week. If you have the opportunity, definitely watch it. If if and when this comes out on DVD, I am totally buying it, because, and hopefully it'll be in 3D, because that would just be really, really cool. Um, but it is excellent. It's one of the mo- best historical uh, documentaries I've ever watched. Really, really well done. And a majority of that goes to Capaldi, who just brings it. There's a lot of emotion in there, and and just and there's there's funny stuff too. So, like I said, I really could see this selling them on him as the Doctor, and uh, I, I almost want to call it the demo reel for the doctor because I like I said this would be a perfect way for him to play it there's humor there's definitely passionate you know mindset of I'm not going to take your guff you're not going to make me stop Um, I'm going to keep going and and just the intelligence and just great great stuff I really really enjoyed it so in the mind of Leonardo inside the mind of Leonardo check it out it's floating around online I'll say um, but it will be re-airing I believe on Friday on Sky so definitely check that out um, moving on to Marvel uh, just today they um, are talking about the fact that there's a op- there's a chance now we don't know for sure if this is going to happen because we've heard things like this previously but there might be a little nod to the Fantastic Four at the end of Days of Future Past, the new X-Men movie. And I'm not I'm not sure how they're going to work that, but there is a chance that that might happen. And if it does, I'm curious to see how they work the whole Johnny Storm thing since he's now Captain America. But um, they're, they're definitely wanting to reboot Fantastic Four because if you, like me, saw the last two Fantastic Four films, firstly, I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, secondly, yeah, there's. I would love for them to do it right because Fantastic Four uh, was the progenitor of so much, and those characters deserve something cool. Plus, you never know; we might get that Marvel Zombies flick out of it since that's where it all started. But uh, there is chance that they may be taking a cue from their fellow Marvel brethren over in Joss Whedon land and having a little tie-in at the end to uh, announce another film, which would be the Fantastic Four. So we'll see. That's one of the rumors. Uh, Also, not a rumor and something actually kind of cool. I love Ian Hart. And if you don't know who that is, he's played John Lennon at least twice that I know of. He is also, um, he's played Watson to a few Sherlocks uh, over the years. And he's a great actor. So he is now possibly going to be a recurring character uh, he's definitely going to be on it if uh, his recurrence may not be nor- regular but on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so that's going to be great I'm happy about that he's a cool guy and uh, so he will be playing 
as far as we know, a, a scientist. So who knows, maybe he'll be a bad guy, which would be great. Uh, but also one thing I, I wanted to bring up and I find very interesting. There's been a lot of talk about uh, the fact that Agent Coulson is, you know, we already knew that he was alive and we, we saw that. That's not a big spoiler if you've seen any any commercials or anything that Clark Gregg has been tweeting or if you've been around the last five months. Uh, but the the how and why Coulson is alive has been debated and really now it's coming to play as, as we've been told that Coulson doesn't know, does he? Uh, and if you've caught some of the, the talking online, that could be a big plot point. It's also not going to be explained in the premiere, according to Joss Whedon and Clark Gregg. Um, but it will not, it may be explained by the end of the season, but I don't know about that even. Uh, it's going to be a mystery. And the what I'm taking from this is uh, Coulson may not have lived. I'm kind of getting the vibe that we're going to return to that old he's vision thing. Now, like I said, once again, let me put my little um, my little sign up here. It says, I'm not talking straight from the horse's mouth. I'm This is me being what if uh, that Coulson may actually be Vision. And he they've not told him that he's a consciousness put into an android body. So that could very well happen. I, I you know, it, it could be complete BS. It could be something completely different. Maybe he's an alien. Maybe he's a hard light hologram. But I would like to think that they did go the vision route and they're just going to keep us in the dark until like the season finale and he gets stabbed through the heart again by somebody and then there's sparks <laughs> or something, <laughs> which would be hilarious and wrong and then have Clark Gregg basically go, what the f... and then fade to black. But uh, anyway, that's just my idea. I think it will be interesting to see how this goes. They're definitely not going to make it um, a normal return, but I think they're going the route of, of vision, and that would that would be great. I, I would be down with that 100%. Um, so one thing I wanted to bring up, I know we have a few minute, only a few minutes before we bring on our special guest, but I, I did want to bring up something that is very, very awesome, and you really, really need to go ahead and just buy this game on Steam um, or you can just buy it direct from the site uh, there is a, a game called Papers Please that I got on um, thanks to a gentleman by the name of Scott Manley who uh, has a video vlog on um, on YouTube where he he reviews games and or he'll he he reviews games and he also tells you about games that are in the the beginning stages or on Kickstarters and the one that I saw that I went ahead and downloaded the free beta and just was absolutely addicted and couldn't stop playing it was the most ridiculous concept but it is really so fun is Papers, Please and they describe it as a dystopian document thriller and while that sounds horribly boring it really isn't and it keeps you on your toes uh, and I'm going to read you really quickly the, the bio of this game, the, the, the story. A communist state of 
Arstaska has ended a six-year war with neighboring Kalichia and reclaimed its rightful half of the border town Greston. Yes, I know this sounds horrible. Your job as immigration inspector is to control the flow of people entering the Arstrakan side of Greston from Kalichia. Among the throngs of immigrants and visitors looking for work are hidden smugglers, spies, and terrorists. Using only the documents provided by travelers and the Ministry of Admission's pri primitive inspect, search, and fingerprint systems, you are deciding who can enter Ostraka and who will be turned away or arrested. Yes, you're basically <laughs> stamping people through and using and looking at IDs and paperwork. That is the game. Now, while that sounds horrible and, and boring, it really isn't because you have to keep on your toes. You have to keep track of all this stuff. As the game progresses, things get harder. You have more things that you have to look for. And then you'll have these crazy suicide bombers and you'll, that will come through. And then you'll have people trying to bribe you. And you have to figure out if you want to take the bribes or not. And, and there are consequences if you get caught taking the bribes. Plus, you're trying to pay for your rent and keep your family alive that are living with you. And, and you have to do that on your salary, which is controlled by how many people that you allow into the country. It's, it sounds so ridiculously boring, and it so isn't. It's so much fun. And trust me, you will end up spending like three or four hours playing this game and not realize it. It is so much fun. So go to D-U-K-O-P-E.com, Ducope.com, D-U-K-O-P-E.com. And go look for it there. Um, you can also go to papersplea.se. Um, and also Steam has it where you can download it via Steam. Uh, it, it is really, really good. So much fun. I can't tell you enough. And just some of the stuff that you have to do is ridiculous. But it is a great, great game. And uh, I've wasted way too much of my life playing it. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and bring on our guest for tonight, Mr. Mark Miller. I think this is like your third or fourth visit. This is my third visit. Oh, he's keeping track. He's better than I am. Hey, you know, I mean, I, I, I know because I'm having so much damn fun. <laughs> well, and, and I have to say, before we even get into any of this Nightbreed stuff, holy shit, Next Testament. <laughs> Dude. Can I quote you on that? Yes, you can. That can, I want that. I want that in big blazing letters. Holy shit! Next test. Fantastic. That is my review. <laughs> I can get behind but that. I, I, you know, I don't know what more you can say. That's a very concise and precise review there. Uh, I, I freaking love it. And well, thanks, and, man. Yes, I love it. Um, and Wick is just like this twisted badass that I would be pretty okay cool with. right I would be okay with <laughs> this man this would be okay I would that that I can totally see like some fan art out there somewhere someone needs to do this where it's the Joker worshiping Wick on a cross yeah I haven't seen anything like that yet I saw um, someone had someone made this sort of uh, tie-dye Boba Fett and someone else that was reading Next Testament found it and said hey look you know it's it's at Star Wars meets Next Testament, but it wasn't <laughs> generated for that purpose. I have yet to see uh, any art specifically generated uh, for Next Testament, but if it happens, uh, you know, I'll be uh, I'll be pretty excited. That is a crime and a half. Yes, that needs because I could <laughs> totally see him being the god of the Joker because he just he just doesn't care, and he's colorful and and psychotic and beautiful and awesome. Oh, yeah, he's all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> And he likes blowing people's heads off with a like a, a bah yeah. Hey, you know, 
He's, <laughs> don't get in his way, man. I know, he's right? He's got an agenda. He's not sure what it is, but he's got an agenda. <laughs> so my question, I, I have one question that I have to ask you about this, because this, just the colors and how you've got this just looks so pretty. Have you guys thought at all about doing an animated version, like even a short of some kind? Because it just screams to me that something like an anime. Uh, I, uh, I, I couldn't agree more, and we have talked about it. Uh, we have, but that's as far as it's gone. You know, we don't, uh, we haven't really took it out to any, in, uh, taken it out to any investors or anything like that, or uh, or networks to say, you know, let's. Uh, what what do you think of this as an animated series? Though that'd be that'd be pretty damn cool, I think. Oh yeah, because I, some of the stuff in here, I don't know how you could film it without it being animated. Right, it, right. It'd be pretty difficult, right? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> or you would have to have a budget that like was the Lone Ranger times five, and then maybe you could do. It. Yeah, we're going big. <laughs> <laughs> it is the next testament. I mean, it kind of has. I think to... uh, Neil Gaiman said something like. Uh, when he when he was writing Stardust, I know he he specifically wrote uh, something that he made so big that you know a studio would never make it, and then a studio ended up making it. Uh, so <laughs> you know, never say that uh, that uh, it's not possible. It's true. Because so, one never knows. So what we had the third issue just came out, and it, mm-hmm. it leaves it on a cliffhanger. But what can you tell us? I mean, where? What can you say about where this is going to go? I mean, at all? Can can you give us a peek at what's going to be next for this? Uh, well, you know, think shit gets crazy. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, okay. Let me ask it this way: Will Wick ever come to? Um, will Wick ever come face to face with something on the level of of, of him? that will be able to be like uh, I don't know I don't know if you call it a bad guy or a good guy right. because I don't I don't know what right. you, you know Wick it's, is and it's tough to answer that question without giving anything away see uh, see, I can see, tell I you that me. we meet many more we meet many more uh, people uh, and things that complicate our story further <laughs> how specific isn't that great that is that is the most carefully worded thing I think I've ever heard you say. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I do my best. <laughs> Damn it. Trying, <laughs> um, so, we'll just, let's hop into it. How did Nightbreed, by the way, and, and Amanda, feel free to, to shaggy this because I have to say, fuck yes, Nightbreed yeah. Blu-ray. How did that happen? Because that's something that we never thought we'd find or hear happening. Isn't that crazy? It's great, and I was there, um, and I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that was that was nuts seeing you at the, uh, at, the at the convention too. <laughs> Just for a brief moment, we were both uh, looking rather frazzled, and yeah. met, you know, said hello, hugged, and then went our separate ways into uh, into the respective whirlwinds. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting sequence of events. I was actually I had just finished signing. Uh, issues uh, of Next Testament at the Boom Booth, and I was in a meeting with uh, some some other comic book folks. And while I was in that meeting, I got an email from Morgan Creek saying, "We just struck the deal. Panels at four, which was in thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> get over there now." 
and uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the mail. My face goes white. It's like, holy shit. I look up like I'm terribly sorry. Uh, I have to cut this short. Apparently, I'm, I'm scheduled to be on a panel. So I, I, I mean, and I was, you know, I was across the street. I was, uh, I had to, I had to weave my way through the, uh, through the throng, and uh, and get all the way to the to the panel on the other side of uh, the world. Oh, I've been and, there. I know, I know all about that. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting experience, isn't it? There's yeah, you can like kind of hear ter- chariots of fire in the background. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> Only it's you know it's not quite as majestic when uh, no when it's sort of a, like cussing a man and, dressed like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> it's uh, sort of but you know I I ran and I made it and uh, and I introduced myself to uh, to the to the Shout Factory crew and we we worked out how I would do it and I went I went off in the in the in the rafters and and uh, Adrienne Barbeau did her 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 portion which was awesome. And that was really cool to, to sort of get the behind the scenes on that, you know, sitting in the wings just watching, like, oh, my God. And uh, and then they make the announcement, and I rush up on stage, and uh, the words just slip out of my mouth, and, and then I'm then I'm back in the sidelines uh, before I, I, I even know what happened. I, it was so funny because all I heard was your name, and I'm, se- I'm s- sitting on the floor, and I'm like, no, because <laughs> I knew that that was like the only thing that you could be there for, and I'm like, Ugh! yeah, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it just Morgan Creek and had been looking for uh, a home for it, and and uh, Shout Factory said they wanted to do it, and they they hashed things out for a long time, and then it finally came to fruition the day of. I mean, I'd been getting emails, you know, in the weeks. And months before, saying this might be a thing, this might be a thing, and then I never heard anything. It was, I just figured uh, it would, it you know, it would come sometime later down the line. Uh, but no, the day of. <laughs> you couldn't have picked a better venue because I literally, at the minute that it was said, I posted it on Facebook, and I had like twenty people within five minutes um, or less going. No, and uh, that's all they would keep saying is no, like, no way, yes, no, yes. no. <laughs> yeah, the response has been crazy. I mean, there people are even on you know posting on Instagram about it. Like it's not, it's it's not really a, a an, an announcement that can be Instagrammed, but <laughs> there are people on there. It's it's pretty wild. Well, it's and, very exciting. So and and it is the cabal cut, which is excellent. Well, now, it's, uh, it's going to be a sort of uh, a bridge. It will be the director's cut. Uh, okay, gotcha. Cl- yeah, Clive is, uh, Clive and I have been talking about it and uh, he, he's, he's keen on letting the world know that there's a distinction uh, between the Cabal cut and what this will be because the Cabal cut we threw every bit of footage that we found right. in. Uh, and, it, it, you know, it's, it doesn't have the sound mix. There's a lot of, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. And this is going to be a very professional uh, situation, and it's going to be tight. It's going to be ridiculously awesome. It's going to be Clive's vision. So this will be the director's cut. So are they going to have to redo, like, music for this? Because I know some of those scenes he's probably wanting to put in there may not have the music. I think think we're actually good on the music. Uh, Danny Elfman managed to create a a pretty lengthy and uh, phenomenal score. Uh, and everything everything works quite nicely, so I don't think we're going to have to need anything there. Uh, there will be, you know, a lot of voice recording and uh, heavy sound work. 
but uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a very very beautiful thing. Sweet. So, do you have any idea on length of time that's gonna have? Because I know that some of the footage was pretty raw, like you said, was pretty raw. Yeah, um, yeah, it really is. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know what the process is. Uh, I I just know that I've sent our Blu-ray of the Cabal Cat to Shout Factory for their uh, review. And I have uh, the VHS tapes in my possession now and waiting for them to ask for them. <laughs> and they're going to do the, the high-res digitization and, you know, cleaning up and all that good stuff. And uh, I'm hoping it, it looks as good as the, the those, what are the, the work prints like that MGM has of, uh, of Army of Darkness or the one that Anchor Bay made of uh, Wicker Man, you know, something like that where you can you can sort of move well, back and forth between the... Uh, you know the full screen and the and the wide screen, and hopefully there's no image degradation. Well, I know I the howling cut, the howling that they released. I I that is one of the most phenomenal things I've seen in a while because Where I've only. This? I don't know about this. You didn't know the howling? They did the howling. I I get like an extended cut. Well, it it's they made it pretty, and okay, and, okay. So they did a Blu-ray release of the howling. Okay. And, and <laughs> well, it's so gorgeous that I never realized how <laughs> this is going to sound horrible. I never realized how cheesy the animation in that that love scene was when they both <laughs> turned into werewolves until I saw it on Blu-ray. Hey, man, that happens. Blu-ray <laughs> does that sometimes. Because <laughs> I'd only seen the howling on like um the the I had the original um, special edition re- DVD release, which was basically grain. You know, it was still grainy and dark. And, yeah, and yeah. Um, and I'd only seen it like either that or on cable, or like even worse, edited for for network. And oh, yeah, it had never been. Yeah. Oh, trust me. And I had it like recorded off of like the the local syndicated TV network too VHS it was just horrible horrible cut so this is the first time I'd ever seen it clean and it was just pristine I mean Shout Factory and Scream Factory they really go above and beyond on yeah, their cuts yeah. and so I'm, I'm just thinking my god I've never really seen Nightbreed on anything other than that one single disc release that they did and I'm just so stoked to see it pretty yeah it's gonna be cool well, I think that I think the thing with Nightbreed is it's such a stylized. I mean, you know, it's not it's not trying to be real life. It's uh, it's, it's a fairy tale. Stylized, yeah, exactly. It's a fairy tale. It's a fable. It's it's uh, very much inspired by uh, the 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 visuals from Gone with the Wind and all that stuff. And it's uh, I think it's I think it's going to look pretty pretty awesome on uh, on Blu-ray. That's my anticipation. So I have to ask about extras, and specifically, I got to ask about the Media Home Entertainment intro with Hot Gothic Clive on it. I was wondering about that myself. <laughs> I actually just, I was just talking to someone about that today. That thing, I, uh, that thing is great, isn't it? I, he's, he is sexy, and he is all creepy, and he's got the bus with him, and I'm like, I need, I need Hot Gothic Clive back for, for, I for think... that. Uh, I think we're going to have to bust that out of the vault, too, and use that. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't we, you know? I know. I, that was one of the coolest things about having it on on, I, on video was that. Yeah, that's why I, I'll never get rid of my VHS. Yeah, because they didn't have it on the DVD that no? I know. I No. And yeah, that was one of the things I, I was pissed about was that it wasn't on the DVD. <laughs> I love that thing. 
Oh, it's so cool. And those busts. <laughs> and he's got the spiky hair. And Yeah, man. He looks like punked out. I always <laughs> it's so yeah, horrible. I always time. think he's my punked out Paul McCartney lookalike. No, it's great. <laughs> we could be the first to agree. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I was about that. But what, what else do you want on there? I, I'm curious to see what you guys would like to have included because, my God, it's this has been such a long-fought battle to get this to happen. And, I mean, this is something that you just got to gotta pack full of cool stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, we're we're talking about stuff, but that's that's definitely one of the things we wanted to put on there was that intro. Uh, we're going to try and get some commentary tracks going. Uh, that'd be awesome. And yes. uh, you know, there's going to be there's going to be some uh, bonus footage, obviously, since we're not going to throw everything in. Uh, we and we actually uh, just unearthed another scene. Believe it or not. Oh my uh, God! With, yeah, with, with these things keep popping up. It's crazy. We're not sure yet if that'll make it into the movie, but uh, but no one's seen that yet, so that'll be on there somewhere. There's uh, there's all kinds of stuff happening. I know. Um, when when I did the 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 horror hound um issue uh that mm-hmm. that we did a bunch of, you guys just gave me so much in the way of like behind the scenes pictures and and stuff. Oh yeah. I, I would love to see that days. on there. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I we have even... behind the scenes footage. I mean, we can do a stills gallery that you know that would last as long as the movie. It's out of control. Oh, I know. And the the one thing I'd love if there's any way to do it, but I don't know how feasible it would be to have um, the the Nightbreed cr- that the the stories behind all the characters because that book's out of print. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Chronicles. Yeah, I we uh, I, we love that book. I, uh, I think I think we're actually going to end up doing something with that now that, that you mention it. That would be awesome. Like what? What's that? You, what's you got? In my, what's you got in my mark? That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. Damn it! Keep trying, man. <laughs> I I I don't give up. I don't give up. <laughs> uh, all right, you know we'll uh, we'll do this again, and I'll be able to tell you more. <laughs> we definitely will. Every time uh, I can tell you a little bit more. Yeah, I could I could try and cram some more out of you, like you're a scoop with a melon baller. Come on, Mark, <laughs> give me some more of this insider stuff. Uh, so what? So what has what was Clive's reaction to this? To finally hear that this is happening? Oh, he was he was uh, beside himself. He still is. Like you know, I mean, imagine imagine you went through all that and you, and you just thought it was a lost cause and you you never knew where anything went and. And just to have this resurgence and and this outpouring of love and and then to finally have the story be told the way it was uh, it was meant to be told it's in and of itself it's a beautiful story he's he's uh, he's very very happy yeah, the perseverance man he's always had it it's just yeah great yeah to... he's a he's a freaking fighter man totally and I'm just so glad that this is happening and he's he's able to see it because we didn't know for sure if he'd make it. But yeah, yeah. here yeah. here he is. He's still going, and so is the breed. I mean, oh yeah, man, unstoppable. That's, that's awesome. That's so awesome, well, Mark. <laughs> I, I I think we're about out of time. I just wanted to say thank you again for for making this happen because I know Drunk Jessica told you, you know, this is something you did, but it really is something that yeah. you 
you wouldn't have made it. it. It wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for you doing all this work. Well, so, thanks so much. That was what you said to me uh, in Indiana all those years ago. Drunk Jessica said something right. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk Jessica knows what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes not so much, but sometimes she does. <laughs> sometimes those choices aren't very well done. <laughs> That's a good track record. You know, sometimes yeah, is better yeah, than uh, I think most people when they're drunk. Yeah. This is true, um, but I I just want to say thank you and thank Clive too for from us for for keeping in there and keeping with this because he he believed in it too and and uh, it's it's been a hard fought battle but I think it find a it found a good home with absolutely with Scream Factory they're going to do a right job with it. And thanks for uh, helping us keep the fight alive. Oh, you got it. Always, I will always fight for Mr. Clive Barker no matter what. And that's why I, I have- love you. I have his ink on my body. His his his, his original. <laughs> yeah, that's a commitment. That's a commitment, man. I, I I had him do it, and I told him, as soon as this is done, I'm going to go get this tattoo. <laughs> and his eyes got really big, and he goes, "My God, <laughs> what a responsibility!" <laughs> my God, better not screw this up. <laughs> it was so cool, though. Did I tell I told you this story? I think. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> That he actually was like asking me questions about the coloring and everything as he drew it. It was as everyone else stood around us going, "What is this girl doing? Why is she?" You know, she... you got the last laugh because you got a one of a kind uh, Clive Barker piece of artwork on you. Yeah, and if ever I need money, I can get a skin graft and sell it. Yeah, there you go. Just cut art. it off. <laughs> we can sell it in our store. We're good to go. There you go. Like I need money. Here's some skin with <laughs> art on it. Yeah, great. It hurt, but I have a car now. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can get from A to B. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you again, Mark, so much for joining us, and we would definitely have you back. As always, you are always welcome anytime you want to be here and and uh, and chat with us and BS. Well, thanks very me. much. Yeah, if thank I, you. If I can, could I get a plug-in about uh, speaking of our, our web store? You got it. www.realclivebarker.com RealClivebarker.com. You can't get better than that. That's right. That's great. And all, what all, all do you your have Clive there? Barker needs. All mm-hmm. your Clive Barker needs. <laughs> <laughs> Within reason, possibly. Yeah, girls, boys. Maybe. Girls, we'll boys. <laughs> hey, you know. So what all do you have You've on the site? Ma- uh, we got books. We got posters. We got original artwork. We got toys. Uh, all with option to sign uh, every month we try and put something new on there we're going to have some original sculpted keychains uh, some really really awesome uh, sculptures that uh, I can't say much about at the moment but uh, one of the one of the contestants from uh, Face Off is, uh, is You've creating got mail. for us and they're just they're gorgeous so, can I ask, are you guys going to be doing, say, maybe a female Cenobite Christie? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> but now that you mention it, let me make a little note down here. <laughs> People <laughs> That'd be will pretty buy cool, wouldn't it? it out of that, including me. <laughs> Pinhead Christie? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I get one for free for the idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all all credit uh, credit where credit is due. Seriously, I'm writing this down right now. <laughs> oh my God, come on, that's a given. You have to make that. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, done. Done Mark, and done. Mark's like, I get one too. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, limited edition of two. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, Mark, thank you again so much for coming on, and we will definitely have you back probably around Halloween. If so, if so we can have you guys on and do a Halloween special because I yeah, got to do it. We got to. Come on. Keep the party going. That's right. Well, thank you again, Mark, for joining us. And sh- check out realclivebarker.com. There will possibly be a female Christy Cenobite up there at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when's the next issue of Next Testament hitting? Uh, sep- sometime in September. Fifth, I think. Fourth or fifth. Whatever that, whatever that Wednesday is. I know there I should know these things. But well, I, the, the last issue hit uh, July 31st. So September sounds about right. So September yeah. is... Yeah, and, and after the madness of Comic Con. Oh my track. God, my brain, my brain. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun trying to get through that crowd when you have somewhere to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a treat. It took me thirty minutes to cross the sidewalk once. But at least there's fun stuff to look at, you know. Mm, yeah, especially when they're jabbing you in the uh, side with their elbow as they walk by. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah, and you got the you got the people with, with the sign thing. Comic Con will will drag you to hell. <laughs> exactly. It will. Well, thank you again, Mark, and everybody. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with a new episode of Fangirl Radio. Thank you again. Okay, folks, we've almost made it. Thank you for coming to Little Square. Thanks for staying. And here's the last number. That's all. Bugger off. Your ass is butter off. Fuck you! Butter off. Your ass is butter off. Like you heard a bloody swain or refuse to leave the chop. You get home all this evening, so your ass is butter off. You've been loving all your hands, but now your time has passed. Now don't you all be lending oil to win the ass? If it's blended oil, it's well enough, it's enough. We take it very kindly if you roll just butter off. Here's to all that even when it's this, been serving you your beer. They put off with your last glass and super dark in the list. Bugger off. Fuck you! Bugger off. You bastards, bugger off. Fuck you!